0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, see, we're in Luke the 11th chapter. We're talking about the intent of what Jesus is saying here concerning the man that went for the bread at midnight. Been totally misunderstood, for years, I believe it has anyway. But now if you're not careful, you'll lose the whole intent of what Jesus is saying and come out with the exact opposite of what Jesus said. But now listen to what he said in verse 8. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he'll rise and give him as many as he needeth. Importunity means barefacedness or boldness or persistence. But now, when you say persistent faith, you've changed the word. Persistent faith means faith that asks and believes it receives and just stands there and stands there until he gets it. Because if you believe you receive, why would you ask again? When you say persistence or boldness, he, he said he won't give it because he's a friend. God doesn't answer your prayer just because of friendship. But it's because the man had enough faith in him that if I go to him at midnight, he's bold enough to go to him even at midnight. He said, I'll get up and give him as many as he needeth. Amen. Now, what did Jesus say about faith? He said, Mark 11, 24 says, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Well, if you believe you receive what you prayed for this morning, you won't pray for it again in the morning. I mean, why would you? You would thank God for it. Now, we're talking about petition of prayer. Not talking about intercession now. Not talking about the prayer of thanksgiving and praise. We're not talking about praying the Word of God. You can pray that over and over and over. Talking about petition where you ask God to do something. If you believe Him, you only have to ask once. Now, see... Somebody said, yeah, but what if it's not his will? You can't believe him if it's not his will. Because the only way you can get faith to believe him is from his word, and his word is his will. Amen. And there's a lot of people asking for things. It's not the will of God. They can't believe it because they don't have a word for it. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know what God said about it. It can't be done. So if somebody says, well, Lord, I pray that you'll heal brother so-and-so if it be thy will couldn't be any faith in that he don't know the will of God impossible to have faith when you don't know the will of God because faith cometh by knowing what God said and hearing and hearing and hearing and if you don't know you can't have Bible faith you might have some hope but you don't have any Bible faith it's impossible well where would you get the faith from the promise itself that's the only place you can get Bible faith is from the Bible Well, let's get back to this. Now, he wouldn't give him because he was a friend, but because of his importunity. Now, if you say importunity by itself, you may be talking about persistence. That means just keep on keeping on. But when you say persistent faith, you've changed the meaning of the word. Because persistent faith asks and believes it receives and just stands there. And stands there. And thanks God for it. But now let's look at the intent of this scripture again. This couldn't be God he's talking about. For one thing, he don't slumber or sleep. See, we get all kinds of ideas and reading things into scriptures It doesn't say, one fellow said to me, Brother Caps, that fellow just kept knocking, just kept knocking, just kept beating, and just kept wearing until the guy got up and gave him the bread. And that's what Jesus is teaching us to do, just keep on praying, the same prayer, just keep praying, keep praying. you'll just wear God down, and finally, he'll give it to you, <laughs> even though he don't want to. <laughs> I said, would you mind turning to that and reading it to me? Oh, well, he said, I don't know where it is, but I know that's in there. (laughs) No, it's not in there. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now that 90% of you did not know. The scripture did not say he ever knocked. Not one time. Didn't say he did. But we read that in there. He just kept knocking. No, he might have just hollered in the window. (laughs) But you see how we read between the lines? why he just kept knocking in no way on earth you can prove that he ever knocked the only indication that would even give you any hint that he might have knocked is what Jesus said when he got through and he says I say unto you ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you but it did not say this fellow ever knocked there is no indication that he ever did he went to the man. He might have tapped on the window. He might not have. He might have just hollered in the window. He might have not known where the fellow was. But now let's look at the intent of the scripture. Now, once we've gone through all of that, look at verse 9. Jesus said, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Now, that's sure, isn't it? Now, if you have an amplified Bible, it probably says ask and keep on asking, but the keep on asking in brackets, says and the present imperative and often repeated. Well, I don't know a whole lot about Greek, but I do have a little understanding about the Bible and the things that Jesus taught. If it means ask and keep on asking, it violates everything Jesus taught about prayer a petition. So, you see, that can't be the intent. If it does, it, it violates everything Jesus taught about prayer. Because he said, don't use vain repetition, as the heathen do. Everyone that asketh, receiveth. Now, does that sound like the intent of this was to say that you just got to keep on asking, keep on praying, keep on worrying? I mean, just take, for instance, your children. If they said, would you give me a dollar when we go to town tomorrow, so I can buy so-and-so? He said, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. What if they came back in 10 minutes, Well, would you give me that dollar? Yeah, I'm going to give you the dollar when we go to town tomorrow. Now, if they did that 20 times before tomorrow, you'd get mad and say, you're not getting any dollar. You don't believe what I'm telling you. Get out of here. You don't believe a word I'm telling you. But now listen to what Jesus is saying. Everyone that asketh receiveth. Now, you have to qualify that because we know that you've got to have faith because God answers the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Prayer won't do it. It's the prayer of faith. Prayer won't work without faith but faith will work without prayer. Everyone that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, the him that knocketh it shall be opened unto him. Then he goes on and said, If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? If he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If he ask an egg, would you offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall heaven the Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And one place says good things to them that ask him. So follow the intent of Jesus' teaching all through this discourse. And if you'll follow the intent and keep it in the context, you'll find out that it's saying almost exactly opposite of what religion teaches that it said if you believe you don't continue to pray the same prayer whatsoever things you desire when you pray you believe you receive them what them them things you prayed and you shall have them so if you pray them problems guess what you're going to have them problems <laughs> totally unscriptural to pray the problem can you see that now don't misunderstand me. There's prayer of intercession. There's times that we need to lay hold on some things and pray in the spirit and pray the Word of God. You can pray the Word of God over any situation. But let me remind you something that Jesus said in Matthew 21, I believe it is, He said, "All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive." So as you just go through these things that Jesus said, and then in John the 15 chapter, verse seven, he said, "If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will." And it shall be done. See, the Bible is an Eastern book. And the Western mind sometimes don't stay with the intent. Now, the people in the East take this to believe that he said, you ask once and you receive. But you see, because of the commentary and the Amplified and some other things that are written about it and a lot of people's theology, they come up with all kinds of things they think they have a better idea. And then if you didn't know that that was commentary in the Amplified, you'd end up believing that's what Jesus said, when it violates everything that Jesus taught about prayer. But now if you pray the Word of God, Father, your Word says that if I give, it shall be given unto me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that my needs be met, and I have given, I've planted the seed, and I've done what the Word said. And, Father, I want to thank you that there is abundance and no lack. I sow bountifully, I reap bountifully, and my God has made all grace abound toward me. You can pray that ten times a day. It is not vain repetition. You know why? Because faith cometh by hearing. It's producing something see Paul said in Colossians he said since the day you heard it and knew the grace of God in truth he said it's been working ever since the day you heard it and knew the grace of God in truth so you see that's something that'll work for you but you know you pray the same prayer over and over it's working against you you got to be in unbelief now remember we're talking about petition of prayer don't start chunking stones now (laughs) petition of prayer now when it comes to praying And using the name of Jesus to break the power of Satan, it's a different story altogether. See, I can come against the principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world, bind and cast down spiritual wickedness in high places, and I break the power of the deceptive spirits that's been released against the body of Christ, and I break the power of confusion over certain ministries in the name of Jesus, and I command it to come down. I can pray that 900 times a day. You know why? Because I haven't asked God to do anything. I'm taking authority in the name of Jesus and doing it by the authority invested in me of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed as we've taught concerning the Word of God. Now, our offer all this week is CD offer number 7243. It's entitled, The Intent of the Word. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19.00. But this series will give you insight in how to interpret the Word of God by intent. The intent of the law is more important than what the law reads. I'm talking about our governmental laws. And God's Word is the same way. The intent of what is written in the Bible is sometimes more important than what was written down. Now, in 2 Corinthians 8, And 9, the Apostle Paul is talking about finances. And he makes this statement. He said, You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be made rich. Now the intent of that is that he suffered the curse of poverty for you. Now Jesus had abundance because he operated in spiritual law. But when he came to this earth, He was poverty-stricken as far as God's heaven is concerned, because up there the streets are pure gold. He came down here where dirt streets were. But here Paul says, For you know the grace of the Lord Jesus, that though he was rich, he became poor. Why did he become poor? So that you might be made rich, or you might have abundance. In other words, it was part of the curse of the law, and he redeemed us from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He redeemed us from poverty. He redeemed us from sickness. He redeemed us from spiritual death. Yes, you can still be sick. You can still be in poverty. And you can still die spiritually, but you don't have to. He redeems you from it. The intent of the Word reveals the real truth of what Jesus came to do, redeem us from the curse of the law. We have a toll-free order line 1-877-396-9400. That's offer 7243. The intent of the Word Word, it'll be a blessing to you. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046.